0: Hello, I am Dr. Tyra Lindsay Warren, host of this podcast, Real Values, Real News. As the founder of the Waco Family and Faith International Film Festival in Waco, Texas, as well as a film, theater, and live events producer, I wanted to create an entertainment program where everyone who is a fan of film, entertainment, the performing arts could come and feel welcomed. Therefore, this is a space where we can discuss the film and entertainment industry and the real, R-E-E-L, values that can exist and or should exist in the business. We also will have fun discussing the latest films and artistic projects by well-known filmmakers and artists that you know and those who you may not know and are up-and-coming Ultimately, I believe that the power of storytelling in films and more can open hearts and minds so that we can all perhaps treat each other a little better, love each other a little better, and truly realize our full humanity and that we are more alike than we are different. Sounds good? So let's get started. Today's guest is a master communicator and is on TV every day, and she wakes up at the crack of dawn, I must add. (laughs) Truly a Southern girl, Keisha Lopez has worked in several television and radio stations across the Deep South. Early in her career, Miss Lopez interned at KIPRFM and KARK TV, both in Little Rock, Arkansas, and KTVE TV in Monroe, Louisiana. Miss Lopez got her first quote-unquote, on-air job as a reporter for WKAG-TV in Clarksville, Tennessee, where she covered the 101st Airborne Division during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Years later, Ms. Lopez moved from Middle Tennessee to Middle Georgia. She worked as a field anchor and reporter for wmgt TV in Macon, Georgia, where she covered stories on migrant farmers during the height of the country's strong call for immigration reform. Keisha went on to solo anchor WMGT TV's morning show, Daybreak. Currently, Ms. Lopez is the morning anchor for KWTX-TV Channel 10, which is a CBS affiliate in Central Texas. And I must add, I am also pleased to share that Ms. Lopez will be one of our 2023 Champions Award recipients, joining the likes of such past recipients as TV and film stars Kevin Sorbo, John Schneider, Gina Neely. Local uh, Central Texas media personality, Ann Harder. And uh, Vivian Scott Chu, who's a music executive extraordinaire. And finally, musical director of Dancing with the Stars, Ray Chu. So welcome, Keisha, to Real Values, Real Uh, News.
1: Oh my gosh, when you say all that, it makes it seem like I've been doing this forever. (laughs) You just have an illustrious career. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it has been 20 years. Gosh, I can't believe
0: it. 20 years. Yeah, goes by. I'm an oldie but goodie. (laughs) No, 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 no. Goodie and getting better. How about that? So as a seasoned TV anchor and with all of your experience in media, let's start with you sharing what are your real, meaning R-E-E-L, values, (laughs) or I should say philosophy, so to speak, when it comes to working in media and television news? Well, it's very simple. Uh, Work hard.
1: Be bold, stand your ground, mm-hmm. and also have fun. <laughs> this job is amazing. It takes a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not see that when you see the product on television, right. but there's a lot that goes into you know, putting those news stories together. Um, you have to be bold because not everybody wants to give you that information, but it is pertinent. Uh, you've got to get that word out to the, to the public. So uh, stand your ground. It's so funny. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, as I was counseling uh, one of our younger reporters, you know, when you ask for information on like crime scenes or mm-hmm. active scenes, you know, the, by law you can be in a certain place, mm. but there are always those folks that want to move you back. You know, <laughs> right. obviously to protect the their their area, yeah. but we as journalists we are looking on, observing, and reporting, mm-hmm. so. If we are, you know, involved uh, with making sure that our younger reporters, um, you know, know the laws that govern us, you know, we we know how to stand where we are supposed to stand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus, we don't want to get, you know, pushed around either. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, have fun. There is no day that is the same. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So – Love variety. My mm-hmm. life is my career is like that too. Gotta love that. Um, okay, so Keisha, I mentioned in your bio how you started in TV, right? But really, I want to know what drew you to pursuing a career in media and TV news. My cousin. Oh, really, Baron the one, James, the one in Arkansas, um, That's the ex- extraordinary person you always tell me about. Yeah, he was in
1: uh, <laughs> he was in Dallas for I think like twenty years or something okay. like that. Yes. Uh, It's so funny. We're always kind of like the same person. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom had, you know, two kids. I was the older person. Mm -hmm. My brother younger. And then his mom, the same thing. He was the oldest. We're like the firstborns. You know, we're like in the firstborns club. But anyway, um, he came home from college one Christmas and was like, can everybody come to the front room? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) It's like family TV night, which we don't ever have. Mm -hmm. But he turned on the television and it was... Um, a videotape, a VHS tape, right. you know, remember those? <laughs> yes. Of him doing the news at his uh, at his school. Okay. He went to Louisiana Tech, uh-huh. and I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, mm. that's what I want to do." Okay. Um, up until that point, I think I wanted to be a veterinarian because I loved animals. Uh-huh. Had only had a goldfish, but they never survived in our house. <laughs> um, and I think at school in maybe eighth, ninth grade. We took like an aptitude test that will tell us what job or field we most likely would enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think there was one for me. Mm. So I knew I did not want to go into education. A lot of the family, you know, were educators. Of course, I do work at MCC now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, watching my cousin do his thing, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so me. We're both, I don't want to say nosy, we're both inquisitive. (laughs) You know, we want to find out what is going on or why something is happening Mm -hmm. or why something is not happening. Mm -hmm. And we are bold enough to find the right people to ask the questions, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the answers to those. So, yeah, that was that was a life changing holiday for me.
0: I love that. Yeah. So in your career thus far, what are some of your favorite stories you've covered? Oh, my gosh. I had to think back. (laughs) Um, So I will say.
1: When I first moved here, we took a tour of Waco Mm -hmm. because I'd never been here before. Didn't even – I hadn't even really heard of it. And, of course, everybody heard about some of the, you know, the big stories back then. (laughs) We won't go into that. But um, one of the areas that they took me in was East Waco. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of drove through real quickly and then moved on. Mm -hmm. But I just looked around, and I'm like, okay, I bet what's going on – I bet I can understand what's going on over here because it happens in cities across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I just – Being me, mobiling around, I ran into someone who talked about an issue with getting streetlights. They needed Mm streetlights. They either had one for the street and it didn't, you know, light very much or they didn't have any Mm streetlights. And I'm like, what? I mean, all I can remember growing up, there was a streetlight right outside my window. Like, there's no sneaking out, (laughs) you know. You're you're lit. And I could not believe that there were no streetlights in, in that area, okay. or very few. And so working with them, the Neighborhood Association, um, I started asking questions and trying to figure out why this is not happening because mm-hmm. every other city I've been in, there have been streetlights. Mm-hmm. Um, the city council person in that district at the time, we kind of bumped heads a little bit, okay. but he understood where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a story that was resolved overnight. Right. But mm-hmm. I'd like to think that my stories helped Um, the city to know that this was going on and Mm -hmm. this is what was needed or this is what these people say they need and it wasn't getting done. Right. You know, it's not just about lighting up your front yard.
0: Right. Right. There's safety issues. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of things. Well, that's what I love about you. And I'm a, you know, a fan of yours and KWTX because you are, you know, I feel sometimes the voice of the voiceless. Right. Voice for the voiceless. Yes. And, um, and that's needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so needed. Absolutely. Um, that's
1: and that's kind of what I hope to you know to continue to do. Um, I met someone who <laughs> who periodically would say to me, "Girl, I see you everywhere." You know, even if I'm not working, I just kind of like to pop in and mm-hmm. you know, like show my face and look around and mm-hmm. you know, talk to some people and just kind of see, just be available.
0: Right. You know, which a lot of people, at least in my experience. Um, working in bigger markets, Mm -hmm. you know, New York or Chicago, L.A., a lot of the anchors do their job and they go home. Mm -hmm. And they're not in the community. And when you try to invite them to be a part of a community event or what, it's like pulling teeth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? But not you. Oh, no. (laughs) And that's why we're honoring one of the reasons why we're honoring you, because you're great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know when this is going to air, but um, I know even since the pandemic, you know, since we've opened up, Mm -hmm. you know, we're out there more. I think even like this week, I um, emceed the Salvation Army's event. Mm -hmm. And then last week, it was the um, it was a a political forum Mm So I'm I'm out
0: there. Yes. And, and I want to be. Right. So, right, right, right. Yeah. And we want you to be. <laughs> yeah. We want to see you, too. Um, so let me ask you this next question in terms of what have been your challenges and what have been your triumphs in your career thus far? Um, I can say people for both of those answers. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some people are just a little harder to crack, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're new. Yes. Um, they don't know who you are. They don't know where you come from. Mm-hmm. You may not sound like them. You might have like an agenda. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what to think. Um, getting past that barrier. Um, It's been a little bit of a challenge, but I'd like to think that I've overcome that because Mm -hmm. there were some people that I met um, here when I first got here 12 years ago Mm -hmm. that weren't quite sure, but that call me Mm -hmm. or send me um, Facebook messages. You know, girl, did you hear about this? Mm -hmm. Remember this? You know, so that I'd like to think that I've I've grown in that way. I've overcome that. I can be a lot. (laughs)
0: Okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, on a fun note, what has been your best TV story? And do you ever get starstruck? What do you mean starstruck? Like, am I, like, what? When you come in contact with folks on your show who are celebrities or whatever the case may be, do you ever get uh, Well, starstruck? I always, uh, I try to play it cool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um.
1: So... Uh, i've i for a long time it's down now but for a long time i had a picture of president obama and i mm-hmm. um, I, I was a little starstruck mm-hmm. but you know you never tell okay you know i was like i've been here before I can do right. this whatever <laughs> um of course i've met the clintons mm-hmm. um uh slick rick <laughs> <laughs> okay. back in the day and then that, that was even when i was younger and uh-huh. so uh i could have been a little giddy then uh-huh. but i always try to you know play it cool mm-hmm. i think my i got that from my grandmother okay. she's like don't ever let them know what you're thinking <laughs> right. and I'm like okay Grandma, sure old school wisdom right <laughs> yeah so. okay so what's next for you well, the paperwork says I'll be here for the next two years <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right now it says that um, I don't know. just you know, just continuing to get out there more. I think uh-huh. the city of Waco central Texas is changing and growing so much yes. mm-hmm. so I'd like to be out there a little bit more and and talk more with people and be a little bit more embedded hmm. in some of those communities here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think we were just talking about the story I did in East Waco I think, There are lots of stories over there that need to be covered. I think Mm -hmm. there are a lot of stories in South Waco Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. need to be covered. Right. So just bringing those to the forefront,
0: I'd like to do that. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, so on Real Values, Real News, we have what we call the speed round. Uh So you have to answer it quickly, answer the questions I ask quickly as as you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, are you ready?
1: I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: What does the media industry do well? Connects with people. What can the media industry do better? Train people. Mm. (laughs) What's the climate, do you think, in the media and TV news industry in 2022, in your opinion? Evolving. It's changing. Okay. And in your ideal world, what do you want your contribution to be in the media and TV news space?
1: Well, as I said just a
0: few minutes ago, just highlighting those
1: stories that need to be highlighted, Mm -hmm. the ones that are overlooked Mm -hmm. uh, because they might not be packaged the way you think they should be packaged or coming from the person that you think they need to be coming from. Mm -hmm. I'd like to single those out and bring those to the forefront.
0: Wonderful. And, you know, any last thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? Um,
1: do what you're passionate about. I am passionate about news. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have a hard day today or a Mm -hmm. lot on the plate for tomorrow, but just be passionate about it because even though it can be hard, it
0: feels less like work, Mm -hmm. you know? Great advice. Curious about your thoughts as it relates to how the news or how our newsrooms cover communities and the images, you know, that they capture a great deal. I went to film school at Northwestern University. One of my first internships was with um, WLWT, an NBC affiliate in Cincinnati. And that was my first real introduction to news production and the process. And I remember, the news director saying what bleeds leads, you know, is that what you continue to find? Yes and no, mm-hmm. because unfortunately the things that
1: bleed, like they're important, mm-hmm. they're important to, to get out to the public. I do think our society as a whole is changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so there I'm seeing more of a demand for good news. Mm-hmm. Like my station in particular, you know, Julie Hayes does her, um, Tell Me Something Good segment right. every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. We have, we decided did it today, our, um, our Friday morning segment, uh, Good News Friday. Okay. There is a, there's a need and there's also a demand to hear more about it. Even in the way we stack our shows, mm-hmm. we try to sprinkle in good news yes. in the midst of all that, you know, death and destruction, mm-hmm. especially in a morning show. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to get up to all the doom and gloom, but right. um, it, sometimes it's it's important to talk about.
0: hmm And um, because you're right, because sometimes it just feels like this killing here, this Mm -hmm. murder here, this. I was just in New York recently and there's just tons of killings for whatever reason in the subways. Mm -hmm. And that was opening every newscast every day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it might open hours. However, the next story might be, you know, quieter transition to another story about, you know, the little kid who, you know, got a balloon from a police officer mm-hmm. or a bicycle mm-hmm. or something like that. We, we need that in our newscast. I think we need more of it. But that doesn't mean that the hard stuff is going to go away.
0: Right, right, right. right.
1: Um, I also think it's important for people to see talent that reflects them. Mm-hmm. So when I first got to Waco, um, and I tell this story all the time, I was the only black face on the desk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um megan snipes you know she left us she now works at uh, baylor scott and white okay. um she's in their their communications department but she she was the only other person i knew and she was reporting halftime and then producing mm-hmm. um where are all the black folks mm-hmm, you know or the hispanic people because mm-hmm. you know i'm seeing all the the restaurants and mind you i'm new to this area so i'm looking for People on television that reflect the community. And right. I didn't see that 12 mm-hmm. years ago. Today, mm-hmm. different story. Right. And I think it's awesome. We're seeing more um, black and brown faces, um, people with all types of, you know, They we all look different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. One of uh, one of my former co-workers, um, who's still in town, I won't say her name. But um, we were joking. When I first moved here, I had cut all my hair off. Mm-hmm. I had a bob. It mm-hmm. was the first time I'd ever done it. And it was cute. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't tell me anything. Uh, then it started to grow out. I didn't have a perm. and oh, I got to straighten it. Yeah. And, you know, I hated doing that. Yeah. And she comes to me. And she's a Caucasian lady. And she's like, oh, my God, yes. I was pulled aside and told to straighten my hair. Because mm-hmm. I saw her one day. I was like, your hair is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Just big waves Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah no I can't do that I gotta go home and straighten it and I was like oh my gosh there was this cookie cutter image of the way Mm -hmm. um, a female news you know personality I guess should look Mm -hmm. and I think that has changed yeah we can wear our hair straight wavy kinky curly Mm -hmm. you know whatever Mm -hmm. I've seen braids on on the news Mm -hmm. so I think being able to liberate in that way is good also our body types i picked up 20 pounds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably 25 30 by now mm-hmm. but we're seeing women with different body types you right. don't always have to be the little skinny manny mm-hmm. you know holding the the microphone so right. i think that's wonderful too because our public doesn't all look that way
0: that's right and you i mean tv entertainment really needs to re- reflect the audience yes. right um and let me ask you this because um in my advertising and marketing classes at Baylor, um, we talk about media buying framework, you know, when I'm teaching media buying. And, um, you know, my students just think social media is just the way to disseminate a message and things of that nature. And then when I talk to them about um, where do you get your news and they all get their news from TikTok right now. It was when I first started Snapchat, you know, five, six years ago. Now it's TikTok. And the other day I said, show me how you're doing that. And so they, one student got on her TikTok and she's like, see this influencer? She's talking about the news. And if she says something that interests me, then I'll go maybe to ap.com and look it up. How do you feel about that? Because I'm trying to teach them about credibility. Mm. And it just goes in one ear and out the other. We had this
1: conversation yesterday, and mm-hmm. one of our new reporters, she's a general Zier. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, yeah, my mom gets her news from TikTok. I was shocked. Mm. Not her sister, not her best friend, mm-hmm. but her mom. Right. You know? Um I recently signed up for TikTok. I haven't posted anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long TikTok has been around, but I've been just against it completely. (laughs) But I went on and did it. Now I'm just kind of a voyeur. (laughs) I've not run across news at all. I don't know if it's because I've paused over something for Mm -hmm. too long. But, yeah, I I see Dr. Pimple Popper and the girl that runs (laughs) around in the yellow dress looking for her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff I see. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone who goes out to the farms and helps the – (laughs) The cows that have abscesses on there, you know, that's, that's what I see. I don't, I don't see news. I do see some influencers, Mm -hmm. um, but I would not take their word for, you know, this bona fide fact.
0: Right. And that's what I was trying to explain to them, that news outlets have an obligation. It's their job to go through a process to disseminate. Facts as best as they can. Mm-hmm. And again, they looked at me like I had 20,000 heads. <laughs> and It was going in one ear and out the other.
1: Yes, it is. Our job is fact. Mm-hmm. Um, not what's popular. Right. There was this uh, script that uh, was written by one of the producers this morning and i was like oh lord you're about to give me you know, get phone calls from mm-hmm. from viewers it was about global warming mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. i'm like we need to preface this by saying somebody sent this because you know even though we all know there is climate change mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. um but it's it's really you have to sometimes i feel like tiptoe around issues just to get them out there to mm-hmm. the public mm-hmm. um, someone sent a message the other day about a script we ran, um, it was about, it was just very polarizing, mm-hmm. in other words. Mm-hmm. Um, it was factual. It was, I mean, it was accurate. Mm-hmm. But this person didn't like that we said it at all. Okay. And so there is a problem with it. Hmm. So that, that is a constant battle. Right. Nobody cares what your politics are. If it, Fact is fact. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's indisputable. Right. But I don't like what you just said. I don't agree with it. So it's F news. I don't like to say that. I don't like to <laughs> right, say it. Right. You know, because it catches on. But that's what people think. And it's horrible. sad.
0: Yeah. It's horrible. I just wonder.
1: And it makes sh- our job harder. I bet. Because I watch, you know, this girl every day. And I trust what she says. And if she says something that is totally wrong, mm-hmm. I believe it. hmm hmm You know? Um, We had someone to send us a message about someone saying something that was totally wrong and how can they say this, but I'm still going to support this person. Mm. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. In the same sentence you said, they were wrong. They lied, but I'm going to support them. Right. It makes no sense to me. It makes me scared for where we're headed. I mean, I, we're yeah, making strides, exactly. but I don't want it to be a situation where we're two steps taking two steps mm-hmm. forward and then a step back.
0: Right. Well, I'm doing my part, you know, in my classrooms at Baylor just to empower my students to have media literacy, to be critical of what they're seeing, especially on social media, mm-hmm. and do their due diligence to... Um, you know, go to the right places for credible information. Yeah. Now if they listen to me <laughs> I don't know They say
1: you can lead a horse to water. Yes. And that is so true. You can't you can't force it to drink. drink. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. I don't know, I just I feel like something something has to give. It does. It does. Um something else that's kind of concerning too is um we're I think we're losing our Good old folks. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a coworker, Rick Bradfield, who I just love, 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 love that man. Um, he died last year, mm-hmm. and it just a shock. Number one, but his absence is definitely felt. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of a hard shell to, to crack. Mm-hmm. Um, had his little idiosyncrasies, but the man was a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably was the cause of him staying late many nights because <laughs> I would just go to his desk. First of all, I was scared of him when I first met him because mm-hmm. he had this like deep voice and he kind of mumbled and he was like, "matter of fact," and I'm just like, "oh my god, this man." But I I came to love him. I would go over to his desk, Rick. What do you think about this? What do you think is going to happen? You know, it's election time right mm-hmm, now. Right. Who do you think is going to win? Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Like we would have those conversations. He used to smoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew his routine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could have been like a stalker for him. Like (laughs) I knew his routine and I had a burning question that I wanted to just talk to him about or something I wanted to just say Mm -hmm. and he, wasn't, he didn't go out that door to smoke. So let me go find the other door and see if he went out that door. I would literally chase this man around the building while he's probably taking a moment for himself yeah. and pick his brain. What do you think about, you know, why do you think the Riverfront Project isn't working? Like, they've been trying to do this for years. What do you think is the problem? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this I-35 mess, like, it has, it's just <laughs> taken, like, way too long. Like, what do you think is the driving factor? You know, yes. I'm looking for him to impart some of that old wisdom. Oh, it's just old money. Why don't we have right. another grocery store here well you never know because you know (laughs) you know you got those those old people who like to keep Waco the way it is and Mm -hmm. then I mean he was the person that had that all that knowledge Mm. and he's gone now and I just want to cry but we're losing that Mm -hmm. I think the older folks are aging out Mm -hmm. um dying out or things are changing at such a rapid pace they're just done with it Mm -hmm. and we need their wisdom
0: we do I totally agree Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on Real Values, Real News. Truly appreciate you. I love the conversation. I know. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. And that's it for today's episode of Real Values, Real News. Many thanks to our sponsors, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, Creative Waco, Marie's, and the GB Lindsay Family Charitable Fund. I am Dr. Tyra Lindsay Warren, and it has been a pleasure to be here with you Thank you for listening. Please join us again for our next episode. And always remember to let your light shine.